Welcome to the Intercut Podcast live from Salt Lake City and the Sundance Film Festival where we are up early with all of y'all sickos to watch the Oscar nominations. They seem like they are just about to right start. We are right on time. Made it past the wait list, right? <laughs> I think we have a little bit of time to discuss the bigger categories, but right before it gets started, any things you're hoping for, any things you're anticipating, or you're just I excited to see what happens? I want at least three wild cards. That's all I care. Yeah. I don't want a snub. I don't want anything. I just want the one thing that takes everyone for a loop that throws everybody's over and mm-hmm. unders. Whatever the predictions have been, I want something to come in and just destroy all of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like as uh, the predictions machine in Hollywood has gotten bigger and bigger, it's been a little bit more uh, predictable in terms of what we get from Oscar nominations. And I, I want some pre- unpredictability. I want some shuffling. I want to see something get nominated that a lot of people aren't anticipating getting nominated. I hope Nope maybe picks up a nope. nomination somewhere. More than the text somewhere. Stuff? I mean, probably. It, it, will it even get into the tech stuff? I don't know. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It sounds like we're about to get into the nominations with Riz Ahmed and Allison Williams. So uh, let us know what you're excited to see. Let us know what you're happy about. And we'll start listening along. morning everybody we've been awake all night getting ready for this moment mm-hmm. and we're so excited so honored so over caffeinated mm-hmm. to reveal the nominations for the 95th oscars good morning everybody riz i am so happy to be here with you you've been nominated twice and you won an oscar last year so i just wanted to know did you watch yes, this both of those times um i did watch it yeah but i didn't wake up to watch it and the reason for that is i never really fell asleep in the first place there was just a lot of anticipation and i know there's nervous a lot of anxiety a lot of people probably feeling that nervous anxiety this morning who do you think's really nervous do you think tom cruise is nervous or is he beyond that tom cruise doesn't care he's eating a supporting role cake somewhere out in the <laughs> supporting already but actor, actor angela bassett Oh, Angela Bassett. as many people predicting probably the front runner to win it Hong Chao in The Whale. I could have gone for a menu, but I think people wanted her, yeah, from like three different movies. There you go. Banshees, I think a lot of our favorites this year. Nice to see Carrie get in there. All right, Halloween. (laughs) So are we getting Stephanie Shu or are we getting Dolly DeLeon? There we go. So Everything Everywhere All at Once, the double supporting actress nominations. Wow. That, the juggernaut Next keeps on churning. People kept putting up, pitting them together, too, and now they get to be pitted against yeah. each other by the Oscars. One more time. Babylon. What? Costume design. Yeah, so Damien Giselle is in here somewhere. On forever again? Elvis. Of course, Elvis. Plenty Everything, of everywhere, Everything all everywhere all at once. I had this in my wow. predictions. Wow. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Wow. Yeah, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. So Hi. no Prince Woman King, which maybe a bad sign for things to come. This next category. Got it. Well, here are the nominees for Chief. Strong showing for Everything Everywhere All at Once already. Sound. All quiet on the Western Front. Nope. <laughs> Avatar, the way of water. The first Avatar nomination of the day. I think we'll get a few more of those. The Just Batman. another bill. <gasps> yes, sir. Better get score. And Top Gun Maverick. Interesting. All right, there we go. That's a Top Gun Maverick nomination. 
Next up, here are the nominees for Achievement in Music, Original Score. All Quiet on the Western Front. Batman. Babylon. Yes. Batman. The Banshees of Inisherin. Batman, this will be there, right? <laughs> this this could be there alphabetically. Everywhere uh, well, Giacchino, right? No Giacchino, I guess. The Fablemans. Wow. Um, interesting. Hey, Babylon made it in, though. Yeah. You were and a little my worried boy, about my, that one. Yeah, and my son Lex boys get an Oscar nomination. On I love the that. Is adapted screenplay. The adapted screenplay. Okay, one of my favorites to look at. Uh, and I think it's going to be a pretty on the Western Front. disappointing oh, category. Where is on the Western Front coming from? Leslie Patterson and Ian Stokel. Wow. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Oh, cool. I think we anticipated Ryan Johnson getting in, in there. Time. Okay. Living. Living. All right. Wow. So I feel like if Living's getting in here, Bill Nye's and like a lock for actor. Screenplay by Top Gun Maverick. And Eric Wait, Singer. please don't say the whale. Please don't make the fifth one the whale. I just really Peter hope Craig the fifth one's not the whale. Justin Marks. Top Gun Maverick just got so And women hurt. talking. Yes! I'm just, Top Gun Maverick, uh, women talking. No, the whale. <laughs> well, you didn't want the whale. I just didn't want the whale. I did want women talking, though. That's awesome. Top Gun, though? It's better than the whale. Original screenplay, my favorite category. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Daniel's officially Oscar nominees. The Fablemans, written by Steven Spielberg. He did it! He did it, my boy, Steven. He deserved it. Written by Todd Field. Oh, wow. Todd Field, first movie in 16 years. Wow. Ruben Austin. That's all five. Is just Ruben? Yeah. Ruben wrote that one? I think so. That's now, all five of my predictions in, screen, in original screenplay. Happy about that. Five movies I've seen. Short film. Oh, short film. An Irish goodbye. All right. Didn't catch it. I don't know. We may have a bunch of these links in our email. I think we do have that link. Balu. Le Pupile. Oh, you hey, that's, that's cute. Yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to win, but... Hey, I saw that right, too. That one's pretty, that's pretty decent. Suitcase. Red suitcase, we have the link, link for, for that one, too. All right. all right, we'll be back with some thoughts. I'm now the nominees for the best animated short film. Oh, wait. I Ice Ice Let's go. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. I think that's how Apple TV. I think. The flying sailor. Okay. That's cool. Ice merchants. Yes! The boy, Jao Gonzalez. Free. Congratulations. Watching that. Hey, that's a good short, too, actually. My year of dicks. <laughs> oh, wait. It's actually a really good short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And laughter. an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. I love that title. I've, I've been trying to get that short for a while. I mean, hopefully somewhere. now that it'll be a little more available too. No comment. Here are the nominees for performance by an actor in a supporting role. Supporting actor. Kihi Kwan's category to lose at this point. I think we're seeing two Banshees boys in here. Lucian's the first one. Tyree Henry. Whoa! Whoa! From the 50, bro. That means probably no Eddie Redmayne. Whoa, J okay, hold on, hold on. Judd Hirsch for five minutes? Barry Keoghan in the Banshees of Inishara. Wait, there's no Paul Dano. They went Judd Hirsch and over Keith Paul Kwan Dano. In everything, wow, Paul Dano got this the twice boy. in that movie? It's just not stop getting. Riz, this is a delight. That's... I don't want this to end. I have to say, it's much easier working bad with you the than boys. I don't feel bad for you. Yeah, I heard that she's called Dana. Yeah. She's not around, is she? 
Uh, you promised me that she wouldn't be around. But Jennifer yeah, yeah. showed her Paul Dano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. No, we should be good. That's a little surprising. It was a great and scene. Uh, and he's done anyway, nothing we'll but complain right about back. the role for the most part, so I'm sure he's not going to complain anymore. Announcements coming up. All right, so that is the first half of the nominations. Bro, they do, they just go at them, don't they? Boom, 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 boom. Caitlin, can you send me the list so far? Oh uh, We're tracking how many nominations each film gets. It feels like it's been pretty successful for everything, everywhere, all at once. All quiet Thinking, on the Western front, though. Yeah. That's coming well, in. That's sort of been the, like, quiet, like, looming juggernaut or whatever. There's some people who are saying it's going to get a whole bunch of nominations. It might sneak into Best Picture. Well, I was and, a, yeah, I thought it was going to get a lot of tech awards. I figured it was going to get international. I know a lot of people really like this movie at adapted screenplay. That's pretty crazy. That's a strong sign. That's a strong sign. And I, I would... I ended up putting it in my predictions for the 10 best picture nominees. And yeah. I feel a little bit better about that after this first crop. So the the uh, high right now is Everything Everywhere All at Once with six nominations. Banshees of Inishirian's got five nominations. All Quiet on the Western Front and The Fablemans both have three. Anything else you're so surprised about? Are you disappointed we don't we haven't seen The Woman King yet? Um, did Wakanda Forever sneak in for, for costume? I don't... It did get costume okay. as well. So that's two for that one. For Ruth, but uh, Mrs. Harris just... goes to Paris. Are you are you glad they I can't? I will finally the... watch it on Peacock. <laughs> yeah, it's sitting there, so I'll watch that. But in terms of something, uh, I guess if you wanted to see it from the base level over here, you have the short category in yeah. live action and uh, animated shorts. A lot of these you are able to find, like the New Yorker you posted. Yeah, how they have a bunch of the screeners there. Some of the previous weekend must watches we've talked about how you can stream a lot of these already online. I know they're going to do the. Uh, like the wrap-up categories where they stream them in the theaters. You can watch all the nominees now that they're there. I bet short film, uh, Ice Merchants, can't recommend yeah. that enough. My Year of Dicks, and everyone laughed at that. It's actually a pretty decent short. I can't remember if we saw it in Chicago or South By, um, but a lot of these are shorts that play during festivals that, like right now at Sundance, you could stream a lot of the shorts right now for, what is it, $50, you get 10 categories. Yeah. And you might watch next year's, best nominee for Future. live action short or exactly. whatever it is there. But uh, I like the fact that a lot of these, uh, the uh, live action ones, Le Pupil mm -hmm. is on Disney plus. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these are, you know, available online, which I think is really cool. Screenplay. Was there anything that you had that didn't make it or something that you were hoping was going to be like a long shot? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was hoping, I don't know, but I was Living I, surprised you. Now we have to watch Living Again because yeah, it's technically been a whole year. I know. I think to the, to to the day. Yeah. I think it was a midnight last one that At we Sundance. got. Um, I don't know what surprised me more. Uh, Glass Onion is really cool to see there. Living is interesting. Top Gun Maverick, I was yeah. not expecting I mean, in a million years. We, we are huge screenplay? fans of the film, but like the screenplay isn't the thing that really makes it that special. It's a solid well, People have been talking all week uh, that he, maybe he's going to get Best Actor. Yeah. I thought they were kidding. Yeah. Now you've been I still don't feel anything, but still, I don't it's too early it. in the morning to feel anything. Let, let's but talk Top about, Gun Maverick seems like it's going to be sticking yeah. in there. To let's talk about stuff. Best Actor just briefly because that has been one of the oh, biggest points. Oh, actually, I think we're dumping right back into the noms. For achievement in music, original song. Allison, back to you. <laughs> Applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Whoa. Okay. Already. Is that the Diane Warren? Hold my hand from Top Gun Maverick. Lady Gaga, another Oscar nomination. Racking them up. From Black Panther, Are we going to get Lady Gaga and Rihanna performances at the Oscars? They might be actually ratings. The Natu Natu, that's the only one that matters. Let's go. Dude, the Natu Natu performance at the Oscars? What? Whoa! 
Sublux, a double nominee, Mitski and David Byrne? All that breathes. Wow, wow. another Sundance Select. A Sundance Award winner, a Khan Award winner. All the beauty and the bloodshed. Of course, New York's. Yeah, that was a stunning documentary. Fire of Love. That might be my favorite yes! documentary of this year. Another Sundance now. Uh, um, House Made of Splinters, the one that made you cry. Wow, why does it feel that's so long ago? Four of them? Are the Sundance last year. I mean, if you're not paying attention to Sundance, maybe you should now. The Elephant Whisperers. Yes. Call out. I mean, this is the category that I maybe have the least familiarity. So do they. With any. <laughs> The Martha Mitchell Effect. Hey, that's on Netflix. I like that one. All right, cool. I gave that a shout and out. Stranger at the Gate. Look at that. Uh, at least Here I've seen one from these guys. Magnitude asking about House Made of Splinters. It's a documentary about a Ukrainian orphanage. All quiet on the Western Front. International. International. Yeah, we knew this. We expect this. Argentina, 1985. Argentina, 1985. that globe. Close, Belgium. Very good movie. You're still hoping for Joyland here, right? You just got that here. Yo! Whoa! What did I tell you, you to catch that? I told did. you. Yeah. Damn. Wait, damn, no Joyland. No. There's a lot that was missing yeah. there. We gotta circle back to that. Whoa. Animated feature. Is it his, dude? It seems like it's his to lose. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. That's. I just want the nom. Yeah. I want, I just want to see Marcel there. Yeah. Maybe Marcel is presenting a category. I hope so. <laughs> Marcel and Puss. <laughs> hey, the Sea Beast made it at the end. Hell yeah. I kind of love the Sea And Turning Red. What are we missing I'm so here? glad the Turning Red. Yeah, I'm not sure what the big. Let us know you're in the, the comments if you know what the big animated movie that missed is. <clears throat> All Quiet on the Western Front. It even got in for makeup. Man, All Quiet is really, really pulling it out. Yes. I'm rooting for the Batman. What they did there with the penguin is fantastic. Uh, the whale? That was the best means. All right, so I guess, you know, the bat suit gets him an Oscar nomination. Or at least them an Oscar What's going on? Here are the nominees for achievement. Production, production design? Batman. All quiet on the Western Front. No way. It's every, every best, best picture. Yeah. Avatar. Babylon. Woo! See? They didn't think it would make it. <laughs> and here we are. And the hey, Elvis is doing strong, dude. A lot of these movies are doing healthy, I'd say. The nominees for achievement in We're not seeing like are one thing random just, yeah. films jump in either. Film editing. The Banshees of Inna Sharon. I didn't have that. Elvis. Elvis so there might be a little surprise here. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. Okay. Wow. Fablemans? Tar. No, that's rightfully so, dude. And Tar's Top great. Gun Maverick. Wait, so that means... Top Gun Maverick. Huh. Interesting. Next no up, the nominees Interesting. for cinematography. All clear unless you're it's all kind of like you're going to win best picture. All quiet on the Western Front. Here we are, Bardo, False Chronicles. Yes, sir. Wow. All right. So we were talking about getting some random movies in that weren't expected. I'm glad to see Bardo sneak in. Empire of Light. I I really thought they would get that one out of here. We love. No, get the cane. Get that out of here. 
All quiet on, on the, the west front. <laughs> it is good, actually. Avatar, yeah. the way I mean, of water. What if he's promoting it like, yeah, like we're yeah. voters or something? The Batman. <laughs> it, it's not that we're like Black upset Panther, about one we'll fight. It's just through the Batman. It's pretty surprise. good, man. It's Marvel versus DC out here at the Oscars. What's going on? So, wow. wow. It's time I'm for so our glad these billion dollar movies are doing well. Final Here are the nominees for awards. performance by an actor the big in ones. a leading role. Let's oh. go to actor. Who's that fifth slot? You Austin got Paul Mescal, you got Tom Cruise. At this point, it's Cruise. Colin Farrell and the Banshees of Inner Because yeah, we haven't seen any after some nominations, and this might be its last shot. In the of course. So the three, stack those three are already. the three who Paul have... Congratulations, all right, guys. After Congratulations to y'all. Yeah, after Sun you're fans. welcome. <laughs> all you, all you hype beasts. Hey, Bill Nye, there you go. Okay, okay. Sorry, no top gun. And now the five nominees for performance by an actress in a leading role. So, do no. you think Anna de Armas gets that fifth slot? No. Kate Blanchett in top. Are you coming? <laughs> yeah, no decision to leave. Uh, we missed out on in international. In Whoa, she did get yeah, it. She got the fifth slot. Andrea what? And what? To Leslie! The To Leslie campaign! We came through! And, the Fablemans. and, and all of y'all who said she shouldn't have got campaigned for lead actress, you better fucking eat your words. She. Wait, so who missed? Just no dead. Was there no Deadweiler the or Davis? Is there? No. Uh, so another year of Oscar are. So White. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> Bye -bye. Shout out Amanda. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Directing Banshees. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. The Daniels officially Best Director nominees? Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans. He did it. <laughs> oh, Todd so, Field. Okay, star. Todd Field. I, for, I, for a second, I thought it was alphabetical. I was worried. Ruben Usland, Triangle. Woo! Good for him. Making it up for not Good nominating for Force Majeure. No James Cameron there. Now, final category. No. Some people thought so. Picture. All right, best picture. Who's got that 10th slot? Triangle? All Marshall. quiet on the Western Front. Producer. It's the looming juggernaut. What the heck? Avatar, the way of water. James Cameron and John Landau. He's going to lose to another war movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Banshees of Inisherin. Graham Broadbent, Pete Chernin, and Mark McDonough. Producers. <laughs> Elvis, Baz Luhrmann, Catherine Martin. Elvis. I mean, I think we're pretty confident about nine out of ten of these. And it's that everything, tenth slot that a lot of people are Daniel unsure Paul, about. Daniel okay. Everything everywhere, all at once. Oh, they went from Swiss Swiss Army Men mm -hmm. to this. Christy Krieger, That's picture. Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner. It's That's your picks right now? Yeah, winner. It's the picture Todd, of the year for sure. Todd Field, Alexander Milshawn, and Scott Lambert. Tar. Hive. Top Gun. I mean, I think we anticipated that, but it's official. Triangle so, of sadness. And there we go, triangle. Well, that's going to be the one that sneaks in there. No Babylon, as we already knew. And women talking. So no the whale. You're really happy. That's not surprising, honestly. This was such an honor and huge All right. congratulations. Oh, and women talking. Yeah. Women talking gets in there. So that is all the nominees from the Oscars. Wow. Yeah, so they're saying no James Cameron mentioned in Best Director. I mean, I think I mean it's it's a 
achievements. It's an achievement. It's good for three hours. Everyone achieved other better things this year. (laughs) It it managed four Academy Award nominations. Let's go through uh, the the biggest winners of the, or nominees of the day. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once leads the Oscars with 11 nominations. If that hadn't already left the pocket of like, I don't know, the film verse, or like the the, the nerds who love movies, Mm -hmm. this is probably what's going to do it. Now people who have never heard of the movie are going to know about it. Do you think that's going to make it? more powerful do you think that's going to make it more of a cultural staple is it gonna make it more annoying i think i mean i this is sort of like a little bit of what i'm dreading in that like now i know it's going to be on the radar of a bunch of people who don't necessarily want to meet a movie like everything everywhere all at once halfway like yeah. now now there's a good chance that Maybe my parents that will makes, ask me same, about it same. <laughs> yeah. my Maybe. uncle loved it but i was like your brother is yes. <laughs> Maybe it's a movie that it's actually going to reach people. Usually they think I of Oscars so. as being Hopefully. this uh, you know, boring, drab movie at the end of the year that gets released. This is the most nominated film, and if people mm-hmm. see that, that's the complete opposite of Oscar bait, I would mm-hmm. say. I think is. it's a good thing. Not yep. to mention you get Avatar The Way of the Water in Best Picture. You get Top Gun Maverick yeah, in Best Picture. The, these are like big popular category now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we had everything, every, everything Everywhere All at Once with 11 nominations. We have All Quiet on the Western Front with nine. Yeah, nine. Them, That's honestly. incredible. I mean, like it's a it's a stunning movie, but it's just a really surprising to see it as the second most nominated film. Mm-hmm. But that that's cool. I mean, All Quiet, all quiet on the Western Front versus The Fablemans. Let's see who wins. <laughs> Uh, we got oh Banshees also picked up nine nominations. The Fablemans. You don't think Banshees is gonna get blanked out or anything, right? That's a lot of nominations for the Banshees, but that could also mean a lot of losses for the Banshees. Well, look True. at all the categories they're in. Which right. ones would they writing. have the writing? writing. It seems they like they have writing. the edge in writing. But then, they, and then writing said Tar though. Oh. And then writing went everything everywhere all at once. So it's like these categories are also really set. Yeah, they're yeah, really stacked. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know. It, it's. We feel like they're probably not going to win in supporting actor or supporting actress. Colin has a shot in actor, although it's really, really tough. I'm hoping he wins actor. I mean, I don't know. Uh, We have Elvis with eight nominations. The Fablemans with seven nominations. Tar and Top Gun Maverick with six nominations. The Whale with three. Babylon with three. Avatar with a Way of Water with four. The Batman with three. I saw that the Batman got in. Yeah, a couple nice. more than I think I anticipated. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it was starting to get left behind in the mm-hmm. Oscars race, so mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty exciting. Too. Uh, two for Living, two for Women Talking, two for Living. That is oh, wow. Two for Living. Yeah. Two for Living. Uh, three for Triangle of Sadness, including Best Dir- Director and Ooh. Best Picture. That's, that's, a, that's pretty amazing considering that it didn't get any of those like smaller categories. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I was hoping personally that Dolly De Leon yes. would sneak in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we got Hong Chao though. Like, I know that you didn't like the role that much, mm-hmm. but her she's, performance in that—I thought like, she was the best part she of it. Was the best part of that movie. Like, she's had an incredible career, so I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Uh, any other nominations that you were excited about or happy for? Uh, we, we haven't uh, discussed with you as much yet. Oh my God, there's some that I just flat out missed, and I was just watching the recaps. I was mostly just like very shocked that Decision the Week didn't make it into That's the. A- the, the category. She came like, down saying, no decision to no leave. No decision to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Should we look at that international shortlist? Wait, but there's like dozens that could have made it. It's yeah. Just, you because know. to be fair, that uh, the 1985, uh, Argentina, mm-hmm. Argen- that one 
threw everyone off when it won the yeah. award. So. so let's talk yeah. a little bit about these shortlisted films that missed at least an international feature because no Corsage, no Return to Soul, one of the movies I thought so we were weird. yeah, no Holy Spider, uh, or Saint Omer, which I thought was stunning. Uh, I would have loved to see that in there. Uh, no Last Film Show from India, so nice. good job not run, nominating RRR. Oh, Bardo uh, would have been international. Film. Yeah, Bardo didn't get in there, but it did right. get that cinematography nomination, which nice. well worth it. Uh, no The Blue Captain, no Joyland, Joyland as you mentioned, no Decision to Leave, no Cairo Conspiracy. Of all of those, what's the one that you are the most sad to see not get into the international? Uh, my two would have been St. Omer and Joyland. Not Richard Soul? I did not expect Richard Soul to get yeah, it. Yeah, I <laughs> I, yeah. I kind of expected St. Omer to get there. Yeah, it's, it's because we've seen those in other places. Mm-hmm. And like Amanda said, Decision to Leave, I think, had... What we thought was a shoe in campaign, I really thought, at least yeah. for a nomination, right? And for many people even thought wins. That was like a universal Damn, not even love, win. as far as I know. The donkeys, the donkeys coming into play. Uh, anything that you were surprised to see not get into original score? Because uh, some awesome nominees in there. I'm really excited to see everything every ball at once uh, sneak in there. Nope, would have been a really nice surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, nope. Yeah, no, nope in any categories. Nope, there would have been pretty that cool. That doesn't actually surprise me for whatever reason. I don't think nope hit with as many people yeah, as nope. they anticipated it to. I, I agree with you. It doesn't surprise me. It does disappoint me, though, because yes, no, I think totally there's fair. so much think it's to the celebrate campaign about thing, that movie. Though? How do you go from Get Out being yeah. everywhere and then us being snubbed, considered that, at least that year, and then this again, another movie about Hollywood. I think we've gone farther and farther away from doing these campaigns yeah. that people want. Yeah, I think so. Too. Well, you also look at like something like uh, the Daniels Ascension, everything, everywhere, all at once. And I think there is something to be said about the Oscars embracing a on-the-rise filmmaker who's proven themselves to be like worthy of that elite tier. Mm-hmm. And like with Get Out, that's what Jordan Peele did. Now he's no longer that on-the-rise, and there's like maybe this like expectation that he, he disappointed or whatever. Like a lot of people were not happy with Nope for whatever reason that I disagree with. And and yeah, it, it's well, triangles there. That's true too, because Triangle is, isn't exactly like but a I think Triangle played universally loved movie. Absolutely, and, and Austin's been on this path before. Maybe so. there's some making up of the lack of a force majeure nomination sure. there. Yeah, it also did the like a like a it was at Cannes, so I feel like yeah. sometimes being in an, um, a film festival and winning it, yeah, yeah and winning it mm-hmm. kind of gives you more of the nod there. Whereas Nope was definitely more of a commercial marketing, even right. though it didn't necessarily come across that way when you watch it. And plus, though, like with with mentioning just the commercial aspect, like there's already Top Gun sweeping a lot yeah. of categories. There's Avatar coming in and getting a bunch of technical awards. So yeah. maybe there's just like not enough space for Nope, but it does add up to the la- the poor showings of these black led films. No nominations mm-hmm. for Nope. I think we got no nominations for Woman King and no nominations for Till as well. A lot of people anticipated both Viola Davis and Danielle Deadweiler in Best Actress. I don't mm-hmm. think we got either. Nope. No, we didn't. Uh, so it's definitely going to be another cycle of like uh, of upset and and frustration around the Oscars, but it, it's a shame because I think there is a lot to celebrate about this year. I mean, particularly with everything everywhere all at once getting a whole bunch of nominations in there. I'm sure uh, we'll see some categories statistics come out about the lack of Asian representation at the Oscars over the years, which uh, is being boosted right now. Uh, so let's go into the live stream comments and see. <laughs> Why is Amanda having to stand? She chose to stand. I did. I came. Yeah, I came down late. You're good, guys. We're good. Um, I want you to see my face because I'm sitting and being blocked by the microphone. I'm, I have no idea. Let them direct you. Yeah, let them direct me. Those Viola and uh, Mr. Snow says those Viola and Daniel best actress snubs are giving me a chest pain. Grassroots campaigns do work. 
proof to Leslie. Andrea Riceborough. I also mm. think a grassroots campaign is when you have dozens and dozens of actors all campaigning. Well, but look, yeah. like they are they are Academy members, right? Like so that's that the voting roots? body. That's <laughs> 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 a grassroots. It's it's not studio driven at the very least, and uh, but Just it's the people who work for the studio. <laughs> Uh, do you guys see Spielberg winning Best Director? Yes, Let's talk sir. about that. It's one of the big, big categories. We got uh, Daniels, Spielberg, McDonough, Field, and who was the fifth one? Ruben Ostlund. Uh, I feel like we can pretty much assume that Ruben Ostlund won't win that. It feels like he's lucky to just sneak in there. Not yet, um, doesn't feel like Todd Field is a front runner. I feel like Tar is not going to win anything but actress at this point. I'd love to see McDonough win it. I don't know if it's his year. No, I think he's getting David. writing. You think it's going to be Daniels? Or you think it's going to be Spielberg? I think it's Spielberg. And if there was ever any surprise, it's, it's a Daniels being led on the day, which I think would be really cool. Yeah. I hope they do it one. They take directing, and Fableman takes best picture, or Spielberg takes directing, right. and everything takes best. Picture. We've seen Ooh, yeah. we've seen the best picture, best director split happen a few times in the past mm -hmm. few years, and. This would seem like an ideal candidate to maybe do that as like, you know, Spielberg, a lot of people are talking about this as like a, one of the last potential opportunities for, to award him best director. I, I don't want to end the he guy's career. He, he's won, I think this would actually be his third win, which would put him one behind John Ford. Oh, oh. nicely. Okay, then, okay. Um, so I, I would see, I can see Spielberg being the front runner. I also, at this point, like Daniels have 11 nominations for their film. It's That's totally crazy. realistic and that, that the like, Swiss Army boys are yeah, going to win. And that movie, I know this doesn't even be the Academy, but that resonated with a lot of people, and yeah. a lot of the Academy liked it too, yeah. and you can't discount that. And they were very unique, I feel like, in their approach to directing that Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. It, it only, it, you say it like, doesn't necessarily matter. It matters if it really did resonate with the Academy. Like yeah. if, if you know, voters, as they seem to be, just really felt affected by it, then maybe this is like a, a looming sweep coming for everything every wall at once, which... I, you know, as somebody who knows about, like, the the backlash to Oscar winners, yes. it's not what I hope for for this movie that, that I love. Fair. That's why I think but it's, it's also cool. It's also it's cool. cool. It's better for them to get directing than I think Best Picture. You think? Uh, yeah. Cause if they or were for the legacy of the... Yeah, for legacy of the movie. Like, I hear really that. Cool, as opposed fair. to having that Best Picture thing where everyone's going to say that it's overhyped now. That's fair. Yeah, that's the, the, the worst... The Celine Sciamma thing, where she's yeah. like, I'm almost glad I didn't get that's nominated. That's the worst thing that could happen to a movie sometimes, yet winning directing, I think, is the best cred you could possibly get. That's... Because totally I think Damien Chazelle, right? And he's getting nominated so young, and he's winning so young. But it wasn't until the Best Picture thing that that's where uh, a lot of the hate starts coming in. So. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, any director that you wish would have gotten nominated that didn't get nominated? Because there's still, like, dozens more that you could yeah, have Yeah, okay, from. we can take – I'm taking a look at – Let me add this baby. to no, the <laughs> – I can add the uh, Gold Derby page to the uh, – to the stream here so we can see who missed out on Best Director because there's a lot of interesting names that did not ultimately make it. Let's scroll down a bit. Carson Rentquist, Dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, the snub. He's not going to be happy about that. Um, so, in according to Gold Derby, they had Edward Berger for All Quiet on the Western Front. I mean, considering well, it's day, yeah, it would not have been that surprising. They had James Cameron at sixth. Uh, Baz Luhrmann at seventh for Elvis, mm. which I mean, I, I just don't think Elvis is as that good of a movie, I but agree. it did get into picture. Which you got editing too. I, editing is the editing, one place I where agree. I feel like it's kind of solid. That's where Baz, like that's where 
he always shines, I find, is in the editing of his movies, the flourish and the flair, but, like, I don't necessarily think it was a best picture. Pretty crazy that um, Bill Derby has Ruben Ostlin all the way at number 13. Oh, no, get y'all his money back. I <laughs> thought he was a much stronger uh, bet there because it seemed like there was a growing momentum around Triangle of Sadness. But, yeah, no Gina Prince-Bythewood, no Park Chan-wook, no Joseph Kaczynski, no Sarah Pauly, no S.S. Rajamuli, which that would have been really that cool, but it, as soon as RRR didn't get the international feature, I felt like it was really kind of fading an uphill okay, battle so for those no, other categories. Yeah. Watch it, gonna so you see that as math then, that the only thing that they could get out of the movie is a performance? It, why directing, why anything else? They've seen what's caused it to turn it, it's not enough. Exactly, and it, it's, I think, especially with those international films, I mean, you know, I guess there's the exceptions like All Quiet and Lesser Fun, and we're seeing Triangle of Sadness as well, but they, they tend to fight an uphill battle to sneak into those other categories, and they have to be a little bit more undeniable, and like, R there is something that's undeniable about RRR, but I don't think that undeniable thing is that like it is a Oscars movie. I, it, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's so much fun, but it's so atraditional from what well, the Oscars, Oscars tend to celebrate. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it got Nazi Nazi got there in there at least, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. Original song is gonna be a huge category for them this year. Mm -hmm. Rihanna, uh, Lady Gaga, and the RRR. What boys. was that first one? I'm trying to pull up what that was, but. Uh, I, I didn't recognize the one from the first movie, but there always seems to be that one that sneaks in. And yeah. I think you're probably right. It's usually the... It's usually Diane Warren. Warren's, <laughs> whatever it is. But uh, was there any other songs that y'all wanted? Hey Papa from Pinocchio? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see my son Lex it Boys and Mitsuki. Warren. Yeah, of course. It's always yeah. Diane Warren. Can be Diane Warren. How many nominations is that for her now? It's probably like 20. Oh, this is a life. Which one was that one from Everything Everywhere All at Once? That's the one with David Byrne and Mitski. This is a life. Um, Copyright strike right there. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What are you rooting for? I mean, I've 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 been on Sunlux's corner for like ten years now, and now they're Oscar nominees. That's it's insane. Uh, I've seen them in like two hundred people venues, uh, and so to see them here, I've got to vote for them. I've got to root for them. But Rihanna and Lady Gaga are fine. They'll be fine. I don't think Lady Gaga did. That's a Top Gun song, right? Yeah, I didn't like that song. I don't that like it. What? I don't like it. At all. I also really don't like it in Top Gun. I messed up though. I was complaining about it the other day, and I was complaining about the wrong song. I don't know. I thought I was shitting on the uh, the Black Panther song. <laughs> I think it's decent. I don't like it. it yeah. I, it's probably decent in a different movie. <laughs> when you got like this rip roaring action movie, and then it just ends to that. Yeah. No. Like Even that. my dad was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, I think Nazi Nazi Land would be the dopest thing. Uh, but I'm just looking forward to all the performances and the Gaga fans and Rihanna fans who leaps over up. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be interesting as well. Uh, any other categories we want to take a little closer look at? Screenplays? Screenplay? Mm. All right, let's get towards the screenplays. Because um, as you do that, I'll mention just some tech stuff. Sound, I thought was really cool that Batman was able to get in yes. there. Yes. Uh, especially because of the mixing. That was like a that huge so IMAX good. release, yeah, not yeah. for the screen, just for the sound. sound. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, obviously. Yeah. All Quiet, Elvis, Avatar. I mean, there's like a dozen that could have been nominated for sound as well. Yeah. And we're still also in that time period where sound has not has been unsplit, I guess. Yeah, unsplit. So it's like some people are getting snubbed there because the there's sound category the just isn't getting nominations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. <laughs> so uh, adapted screenplay. What did we get in there? Uh, women talking. Did the whale get in there? I feel like I, I celebrated the whale missing somewhere, but I don't remember if it was screenplay. I think you had it missing there, so it's probably not there. Uh, but this was where Living first showed up, where we sur we got surprised and mm -hmm. figured that Bill Nye was the lock. 
Uh, anything that you're surprised with in the adapted screenplay? Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm. Glass Onion, I thought was really surprising to get one and nothing else. So that shows me that they really, really like Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Why is Glass I, Onion an adapted? Because adapted from Knives Out. Because it's a sequel. Is that how that, what the? Top no. Gun's here too. Top Gun's here Top too. Top Gun's on here for the same reason. Avatar's here too. Mm-hmm. That's the sequel category. stupid. Uh-huh. Well, Wait, did we get three? From original. Did we get three? No, no, Avatar's not in there. No. At least it like saved the the original category from being overrun by sequels. But that's foolish. Come <laughs> on. No, I, th- I think that's how they've always done it. Uh, in terms okay. of the original screenplay, I think it's uh, Banshee's to lose. So yeah. yeah, this is probably the place where Martin McDonough finally gets that award. Um, I mean, Gold Derby has everything everywhere all at once in the lead, but I, I mean, I, I just still have these lingering doubts about its ability to really sweep these categories. Mm. Um, I still would love to see Tar get in here because i just think that script i is want amazing. tar to get editing because a lot of the discussions that we've had for tar yes it's the script and yes i well, it didn't get score right because i heard no. that whole idea of like the sound is the score and the score is the sound yeah, yeah. uh editing though i think it 100 percent deserves that because that's where a lot of the themes come from it's like, the whole movie's timing yeah it's the timing and that's all that all that's comes all in the editing and i think that that really uh, uh pushes the script forward so i don't think it may get screenplay but if it snaps editing, I think that that speaks for the movie. Uh, I'd be down for Tar to take the screenplay if McDonough wasn't in there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that is just such tight, it's such a great snappy it's writing. So fun. Just yeah. Yeah, and I, I love Martin McDonough, so I think Same. that's where I'm leaning as well. Um, so no After Sun, no The Menu, no Babylon in original screenplay. Babylon did it get one nomination? It won our hearts. Yeah, it got. I think it literally got production design. And that's it? No, I got music. I got a couple. Did it? Okay. Yeah. So After Sun's like the biggest snub. After yeah. Sun got the one acting. I got Paul. I got Paul. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. A, I missed that whole category. Are, which I think is really interesting how, uh, like you said, this year you have Top Gun, The Batman, Black Panther, Avatar, After Sun. Yeah. yeah. And and some of the more, I, I'd say After Sun's probably the smallest movie they have I on there. I think so. I mean, unless you get into the internationals like The Quiet Girl. Yeah, but, but no. I like how everything, every all at once, is no longer an indie darling. It, no, that's what right? I'm saying. It was, it was like being pitches that at the beginning, uh, and now, yeah, easily the front runner. Yeah, good for them. It's gonna be weird to see how that affects the legacy going forward, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, because we're also gonna have to live through the the, the <laughs> Stephanie versus the Jamie crowd right? in the movie, tearing within. each other up. That's what I mean. Instead of just being like, as long as it's one of them. Or, you know, I wish it was one of them. They're literally going to battle each other to the death. You think they're going to cancel each other out? I feel like they're going to cancel each other out. And, and there's also all this momentum around giving the Angela Bassett, like, career achievement yeah. kind of award for Wakanda Forever. She was Which, really good in that. That'd be a massive thing for the Marvel stands out that there. That would be. That I believe is a, the, the Globe win was the first major win that they've gotten for a performance. Yeah. Uh, nothing's bigger than an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for supporting actress, we have Angela Bassett. Carrie Condon, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, Hong Chow, and Stephanie Shu. Anybody that you're secretly rooting for in there? Uh, no, I'd be happy to see Angela Bassett win. I do think that what Carrie Condon brought to the role yeah. uh, was super strong. Yeah. And I, I, sadly, it's a year where everyone performed on all levels in Banshees, but yeah, you know, it's, gonna be, just every, uh, it's just how, how it gets played. Yeah. Uh, this officially makes it that no women talking actors sneak in in any oh, bro. Yeah, no Buckley that. that's no right Buckley, Buckley, no Buckley no Mara no, no was, Foy yeah, no Wishaw yeah I would've put Buckley in over the everything everywhere all at once <laughs> no same offense. same at least Jamie yeah 
They're both great. I also love seeing Michelle Williams here in the supporting actress category. Nobody knew where to put her. Yeah. <laughs> they campaigned the st- her lead, and then she was missing on all the precursors. I thought the studio was going to campaign her supporting. Didn't everybody freak out about that, like, right after Tim? No, no, no. Like, so what the, are you doing? the studio switched her from supporting okay. to lead. That's what they were freaking out about. Right. Just, oh, she's actually supporting. Oh, she's right. not going to get in. Yeah. She started missing all the precursor words. Oh, see? You made the wrong decision. And then she She's here on Oscar night. She left the best song. <laughs> Somebody at Universal had an in. They were like... <laughs> uh, so in Best Actress, as we mentioned, no Daniel Deadweiler, no Viola Davis, no Margot Robbie, o- Olivia Colman, Mia Goth. Uh, yeah, just the big surprise is that Andrea Riseborough's like, Good for calling her. her friends gets her in. We haven't even talked about this. We covered this movie at South by. Yeah. Crickets. Movie came out VOD. Crickets. More crickets. Fourth quarter. <laughs> Fourth Not down. Even, it's like quarter one, 2023. Oh my. No, no, no. I'm talking about in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the way on the opposite side. This campaign comes out of nowhere. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Wait, what movie I don't think. Uh, Two Leslie. Leslie. Oh. Oh my God. You, you liked it? it? I liked her performance in yeah. it. It's usually a lot of people have been like, where does this come from? And they're like, I haven't seen the movie. And they're like, oh, well, you don't know anything about it. I've seen the movie. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. I didn't know everybody else had seen the movie. Yeah, yeah that's fair. It, it is a shame now. A shame because I think she does become a bit of a villain now with the snubs of Deadweiler hey. and Davis. But yeah. why do they hate Kate Blanchett? Why would you nominate someone just to be sacrificed at the altar to Kate Blanchett? <laughs> if you don't expect her to win, then clearly everybody has something against Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Kate Blanchett isn't the best actress. She's the best performer of the year. Yes. Yeah. So, eh, good for her. Supporting actor, we talked about it very briefly, but Paul Dano. Not getting in for the Fableman's Judd Hirsch taking Good. that spot. A lot of people didn't like Dano in that movie. I know. I know. <laughs> a lot of people wanted him to get beat up or something. Or just didn't understand why he was so, like, <laughs> the way he was. <laughs> Emotionally beat up, not yeah. physically. But that's the problem. They want him physically beat up. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie Redmayne, I think a lot of people thought he would sneak into for that fifth what? slot for the, the Good Nurse. I, that, he got, I think he got the SAG nomination. He shouldn't have friend. got the SAG nomination. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. He was fine. Um, but that means Brian Tyree Henry, who Not we've been surprise. celebrating. He's so good in cosplay. Yeah. Uh, and, and just generally one of my favorite actors right he's now. He's fantastic. Uh, I think this is like a nice little cementing of him as like one of those great character actors in Hollywood. So uh, hopefully it just means more great opportunities and work for him. Anybody else that you're surprised didn't get in or wanted to get in or uh, you don't want to, not surprised that Tom Hanks didn't sneak in for Elvis? Hell <laughs> Let's go up to Best Actor. I think we knew uh, three of them, at least, in Brendan Fraser, Colin Farrell, and Austin Butler. It did seem like Bill Nye was just gaining and gaining momentum from Sony Pictures Classics and Living. Uh, so that was the four that most people expected. And then there was a toss-up between Paul Mescal, Tom Cruise, maybe uh, Jeremy Pope in there. <laughs> Turns out to be After Sun. Carson Runquist, very happy with that. I'm happy. That's you all you needed. In? I'm so happy about it. I almost yeah. cried. I was, I know, I was like, Let's go in tears over it. <laughs> uh, Your favorite movie of the year, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Honestly, I would have given Frankie a nom, too. I'm yeah. not even joking. She was phenomenal. I'll, I'll screenplay. Yeah, screenplay. She was, it's not even that she was she phenomenal for a kid that's never acted before. She was just a phenomenal performance in that movie. I and I think that. so much of it hinges on her actually being able to, to do that, to do what she did. Yeah. So, How old is she? Nine when the movie came out, I think. Damn. Have you guys talked about international? Yes. Uh, a little bit. No, she's old. Here, talk about international? I just. Here, so, you know what? Okay, you sorry. Say, you can Come say on. I just <laughs> wanted to say justice for decision to leave. Thank you. That's what I've been doing. I thought. Downstairs running out I like, like threw my computer across <laughs> the room. Um, 
I thought he was going to get director. I know, me and too. And then Ruben got director. I thought Tang Wei had a chance of getting in. Like, I was like, total it, snub for decision to leave. Are they both movies? Movie movies? Yes, they are both movie movies. Well, As Carson Rumpus knows, you can do sponsorship <laughs> deals. They're sponsoring you. <laughs> That's why he's so upset. It's just a sponsor. Oh. But yeah, this is like me, and like, it, that's just upsetting. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> for both of them. But. And, and sometimes it's like you get a master filmmaker and they make something great. It's like, oh, of course. Of course. They got to get a nomination. And uh, a bit surprising. I, I, it didn't resonate is, with people as much. Which is so weird because this is his most accessible movie. <laughs> exactly. but while still being like really intricate in Nothing so many ways. Nothing inaccessible about that movie. Yeah. You know, you don't have to give any like like five different trigger warnings before you no. tell somebody to watch Decision to Leave compared to like Handmaiden Yo. or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's his favorite donkey of the year. Thank you. I'm so happy for the after Fuck the donkey movie. I'm so happy about you. So I think I think though with Banshees showing up really well and EO sneaking in, we still have a race for best donkey of twenty twenty three. It's Jenny. <laughs> I, I'm on Team Jenny. I've been on Team Jenny since Tiff. Return to dusk, y'all watch me. <laughs> <laughs> snubbed, snubbed. snubbed. Uh, do you want to talk picture or should we get into one of the other categories? Uh, the only other thing I can think of is cinematography. Okay, yeah, we let's need to discuss a nomination that was there. Mm-hmm. Someone who deserves it every single year. So what was he doing there this year? A movie that people thought was out. So I'm pretty sure that busted up a lot of brackets mm-hmm. uh, with Empire of Light. Oh, he that was not good. Sneaking in. Look, there are plenty they, of great shots in that movie. Yeah, they saw that one shot of him on the rooftop with the fireworks in the background. And like, that's yeah, but it, even, that's in it. The, even in the movie, that scene was like, oh, no, this isn't working. Which is also <laughs> some shots where they were learning, shooting people they've never shot before. Yep. And I don't think they did it. They did not. They did not. They did not. So, which is also, one, the antithesis of the movie. Two... Yeah, it, and so this is a half the movie. Remember, it's going in movie. every different. A, a third of the movie at a that third, point. Third, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't see that being like the best nomination. I don't know. Yeah, that was just a. That's a legacy nom. I, at that point, I'm very excited that Bardo got in because I thought Bardo visually, uh, the nomination almost speaks for a, a lot of the movie, considering the way that it's shot. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it'll win. I, I think something like did Avatar end up uh, nabbing up? One of the five there. Uh, uh, what did I have? It was. All these, quiet. So no avatar there. No avatar. Damn. Yeah. Okay, out of these then. Let's go tar, Damn. baby. Let's go. Let's. You going tar? I'm going tar hive. It's not gonna get it, but let's go tar. Yeah. Dude, Empire tar. of Light is actually insulting to be in this category. If I'm being completely <laughs> That's honest, what I'm and saying. I Just love him as a cinematographer. Yeah. But in this category this year. This is insulting. It's this would be more. Ins- the only thing more insulting is if the sun got nominated. <laughs> not. Hey, over nope. The sun. Zero nominations. Let's Woo! go. Over no. Nope. Empire. Yeah. Over the whole campaign. Yeah, over no. Nope. How? The IMAX. No. See, that's the thing. It's like I, I the thing that I've been the hoping sun. for, the thing that we've been talking about is I love when films do get one nomination in one category. Like the thing that happened to Empire of Light is cool. It no. should have happened to no. Nope. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Reinvented, literally created technology to do day for night. Empire of Light was practicing how to shoot on a black actor that because they've never shot one God, Honestly, even okay, I, I hated the movie. Thor deserves to be in the category more for what they did with uh, that black zone. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But but more than Empire of Light. More than Empire of Light for saying. sure. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Over Empire of Light, uh, not to, this does not deserve to be in the ca- category, but over what he did in Empire of Light. At least they tried something. something I, there's so many things I would have put. About I would put Batman on there. The work that they did on the volume is bar none. Mm. I feel it's it's set a standard when we see someone mess it up to be like, nah, look at this. This was shot during COVID. Yeah. They also disrespected the boy Janusz. 
I guess, you know, holding cinema in your hands is not enough for enough. Academy voters. Got, there's got to be yeah. more dance numbers in there. <laughs> uh, and I even liked everything everywhere all at once. It was like, with yeah. the, I watched so many of the processes of how they went about, like, building things. That I know a lot of that's, either. like, practical effects, but really? how they, you know, just interpreted how they filmed it with how they blended in the effects of... Yeah. All Quiet has been C- pushing that a lot, which is why mm-hmm. I think they may be sinking. Which I'm fine with. Cinematography has been one of the more unpredictable categories yeah. in the past few years. I remember a couple years ago where there were like three international features that got in there. Um, and they, so they seem to be a little less disconnected from like what is the popular Oscar movie, what is the front runner for Best Picture, which is cool. I wish more categories were like that. I just also wish they didn't nominate No black and white Empire movies this year either. Yeah, no mm. black and white movies. Um, what would have been the biggest black and white movie from this year that kind of had like the buzz? Because usually one, and I can't think of it. Blonde. Yeah. I thought Blonde would get there. I, I'm I, glad it didn't. Well, for yeah. that shot to the feet <laughs> dangling over the bed. The waterfall. Dude, yeah. she didn't get nominated. Oh, the waterfall no, scene. Did she? Yeah. Um, I'm bro. sick of them nominating one good the performances in bad movies. Yeah, that isn't spoiled for me, and I was not prepared for when I saw it. It's one of the craziest shots in the entire movie. Yeah. I almost got to sure. give it to the boy. That shoots the blood. I guess the Emancipation is in there, another like almost black and white movie, although it's just mostly desaturated. The only thing I heard about that movie was all of the rightful criticism towards the, the one of the producers having like fucking trading cards yeah. of slaves, being like, On the red oh, I keep him with me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's not okay. That's not good. <laughs> we mentioned this as it was going along, but once Woman King lost out for costume design. It wasn't really that big for costumes? I mean, it was, it was anticipated. At least it was oh, predicted, yeah. um, and that was just a sign of things to come because it ended up getting s- snubbed across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it might be another just example of the kind of bigger actiony blockbuster type of movies getting crowded out by the presence of Top Gun and Avatar. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Corsage would have been an interesting one in this mm-hmm. category, uh, but I, you had told me that there was a, a little glass bit on IMDb, and then it got worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Glass Onions is a fun one to have there in that yeah. category, but not my personal favorite yeah. in terms of editing. Hey, we've got uh, a smorgasbord yeah. of different editing styles here. A lot of people, I like the editing style in Elvis. I know a lot of people compared that to Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought mm-hmm. that was unfair to I, say. I think that's unfair. Yeah, I, I don't think know if I would have. They're both poppy, but one's way they're more completely cohesive. different. And, and, yeah. and Baz Luhrmann's style is uh, this like maximalist yeah, over exactly. the top. It's always yeah. how we The other one was trying to salvage a movie. Yeah. Right. And I, I think just like to contend with the the all the things that uh, Lerman tries to put on screen like the I like Hapto award. Some people were looking down on it. Now it's an Oscar nominee. Yeah, so we had uh, Banshees, Elvis, everything all at once, Tar and Top Gun, Maverick taking those editing slots. Tar's the only, the, the only category that All Quiet on the Western Front was predicted in that it didn't get in. Which is wild. Really? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I really like the editing and everything everywhere all at once. Like I really like how they approached so much of how that worked together cohesively. So it wasn't just like we're gonna do this and then hand it down to this department and then hand it down to this department. It was like everything yeah. working together really well. Yeah. A little surprising, Fableman's isn't get it, getting in there. The yeah. one nominee that was that actually shows film editing. Yeah, that, that's weird. <laughs> actually, yeah, he was like on the movie yeah. Ola doing like, it. I love Top Gun. I would not have put Top Gun uh, Maverick in an editing category personally. It, it's I, I get, crazy it's like, though. It's yeah. the it's right. It's the flight scenes. It's all yeah. those scenes. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I'll take it back. But uh, any other categories you want to look at, or should we just talk about best picture? Uh, VFX, and then let's do best picture. VFX. Oh, do you want to talk about sound? Because I know you were happy that Batman got in there. I'm very yeah, happy that Batman. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that yeah. one already. No, everything everywhere, well, yeah. everywhere all at once, though. 
Uh, visual effects. Again, nope should have been in there. If it wasn't going to get cinematography, I don't understand how it yeah, was. It able did to get shortlisted. Yeah. No, uh, the ones with one? check marks are check marks. Oh, yeah. thank you. All right, uh, Avatar, easily one of the standouts in my opinion because they revolutionized technology <laughs> yet again. Uh, Top Gun is interesting to have there because their whole push is practical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, I, I think All Quiet on the Western Front's got a big push here because a lot of the stuff that they've got going on for the FYC, they've the consideration campaigns, is a lot of the showcasing of look at the cinematography. Yeah. And then at the same time, the cinematography reel is their editing reel mm -hmm. yeah. and their VFX reel. So they just, yeah, and they're campaigning to like people on Twitter. They don't vote. So uh, yeah, they're going all out. Uh, I don't know if we dug into best animated oh, feature it. because okay. it looks like uh, so Close of Boots got in there, Marcel got in there, Turning Red got in there, and Pinocchio got in there. But then the Sea Beast was the one that we were a little surprised I'm, by. I'm actually really happy for it. I am too. I thought yes, it was one was of my favorites of the year. I mean, like, in a year of a lot of really great animated fi films, it is like one of those under the radar, actually very, very solidly produced ones. Um, and if we're looking at the other p possible contenders, it is one of the better ones. I'm a little surprised the bad guys. I like the here. bad guys a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think that would have been cool to have seen there. You hate the bad guys, bro? Carson's in the middle of an edit. Uh, Inuo, uh, I thought was one that was getting a lot of traction. Mm -hmm. It's not there. Apollo ten and a half. I never thought it should have been there, but considering the names behind that with Linklater, the, they something. like ruled it ineligible at one point, and then I guess really? they changed Why? their mind because like the rotoscoping okay, thing. Okay, and Marcel, <laughs> I guess. Don't make me question that. I, I don't. No, it's in. <laughs> they let us in already. Yeah. Uh, out of the other ones that were there, though, let me see. Uh, Bob's Burgers movie. That's the one that I wish was in there. That would be cute. Uh, I would have had that for, for a song, bro. I would have yeah. taken out yeah. the Diane Warren song and I would have put the. the I just want to live in a world where they're nominated and how that affects yeah. some kind of like fourth wall joke mm -hmm. right? in the show or something. Oh, yeah. that would have been fantastic. Like, yeah. Here's the thing, though Pinocchio, Turning Red, Marshall. What are we missing over here? Uh. Seabees and Puss in Boots and Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. There's not a bad movie nope. in that list. I, I've, There's not which one is rare, bad film. Which is rare okay. for the animation. I don't know. That's category. good. Absolutely. I'd be happy with a lot of them winning. It's a Guillermo? very strong year in animation. I, I think Guillermo wins it. Although I would personally give sure. it to Marcel. And then if Turning Red gets it, Puss in Boots gets it. I'd be happy I'm with yeah. like either one. Yeah. So that's a fan. Yeah. Even Seabees, if we got it, that'd be yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Uh, documentary feature. All the beauty and the bloodshed, all that breathes fire of love, Navalny. That's crazy. And they almost had it. A. A house made of splinters. splinters. We'll, get to, we'll, get to the, we'll get to the surprise there, but out of the top four that are there, uh, seems Gold Derby got most of them correct. I'm excited that Fire Love got there. Yeah. You were mentioning the stat of it being four out of five. Yeah. From Sundance. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. So I guess we got to get back on the documentary watching. I've been telling you, you just saw a massive one yesterday that left you scarred. And I'm, I was listening to it downstairs and it left me scarred. Yeah. You yeah. were upstairs too. Yeah, you were like, I, I got to get out of here. I was upstairs and I just see her crying into a burrito. <laughs> so all the movies that we mentioned this time last year, four of them are on here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Including the surprise pick, which was House Made of Splinters, the movie that I said made me cry. So we're like, oh, we'll see what that comes out. Nominee baby. Nominee baby. So just tune into hey. our Sundance coverage to see which hey. documentary made Archer Pride dogs, this bro. year. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mess with dogs. <laughs> uh, I, I did want to see The Sun on there since we're talking about that. Yeah. Territory. Yeah. Two other great, great documentaries. What what I would replace it with, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the thing. It's, really it's a really very great. strong year in the documentary category. Yeah, I also really love Bad time. Axe. Bad Axe should have been on there. Yeah. Moon Eight Daydream would have been a fantastic That was a big shock well. for a lot of people and a 
few categories, right? Mm-hmm. That one didn't hit in areas where people yeah. assumed it would. Yeah. Um, and I could think of probably a dozen more other documentaries I think would have been cool to have on there. But hey, Sundance showing up, and yeah, a lot of fantastic documentaries. I think all of them are streaming. House Made of Splinters may be virtual, but I, I recommend every single one of those. All right, so let's go back up to the big one, the big one, big boy. the best picture category. And uh, why don't we start with some of the movies that didn't get in there, some of the quote-unquote snubs. Uh, I think the ones that people thought would get in the most are films like The Whale, films like Babylon, maybe some grassroots RRR sneaking in there. That would have been fantastic for us. Glass yeah. Onion. A lot of people thought it was like really satisfying people would vote for it. Only it got yeah. one nomination. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are you most surprised didn't get into Best Picture? The Whale? Um... I'm really bad at this because I'll just be like, this hit me, so I'm surprised right. it wasn't nominated. Yeah. No and a lot dinner of people for online, America? And yeah, that is no, ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, for me, it's like after sun because I'm like, mm. I know a lot of people oh, didn't to see, see it, yeah, but that the, the people who did see it have loved it. Yeah. So I'm just genuinely, the, especially where Paul got the actor nomination. That's the thing. It's like one of those films that it didn't really feel like a massive front runner or anything coming into the day but there mm-hmm. there are so many people who responded so strongly to that movie yeah. that you figured there'd be a lot of votes for it and i i am not that surprised that's even best picture but like no that's fair it, you she know said. could have snuck oh. in she said completely snub no did it get in i don't want to say snub i don't say snub but no, like yeah, no nominations at all right did Nothing. people really like that one though? I feel like that kind of came no, out. Ooh, people you would yeah. think for a big campaign, true, and the movie and what it represents. It. They didn't want to got in. That's fair. It being the, like really integral in the industry mm-hmm. after yeah. just wearing all these pins not too long ago. Yeah, it no, almost right. feels like they put it by the wayside. They couldn't. It's a little too close. Yeah. To it's home. too close, and I think it's just too early. They, they uh, looked at women talking, and she said, and said, that's enough. That, like, that, <laughs> one, <laughs> that one looks like it takes place way before us. <laughs> oh, you mean this is like a hidden society? No, no, yeah, no. They no, don't no, know no. that. No. Like, that yeah, that, that's, no. that's an old, old one over old, there. Old. I uh, was I was starting to think that women talking wouldn't sneak in here. I was actually surprised to see that it got nominated just based on how everybody's been talking about yeah. it and yeah. expecting it to get snubbed everywhere because of how it's been treated at other festivals. Yeah. So. Best picture, no acting, though. That's that is crazy to me. Yeah, because like, considering that is such a performance-driven <laughs> movie, the whole mm-hmm. thing is just, it's women talking. Of all hey, of hey, them. women talking, but none of the women who yeah. talk, we don't want to listen to We thought they talked talk, too much. <laughs> Although they put in a screenplay. So yeah. what, what they actually talked about. So they like them on paper. Just yeah. <laughs> Wait, did that not get an adapted screenplay? It, kinda, it, it did get adapted. Okay, I was going to say, adapted. it has to get adapted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's, okay. they decided it was really original. So with two nominations, it is the least nominated of all the Best Picture nominees. It does feel like the one that snuck in there um a little sad to see babylon not get in no yeah. i'm sad but people no, you are i'm upset yeah. are you yeah i love babylon yeah i love babylon too yeah. that's why i'm glad it's not on there yeah it was, <laughs> think of how many people would be they, shitting on it because they hate it because they hate yeah. it it's just more fuel to the fire as opposed to what we're waiting for which is 10 years from now when everyone realizes Man, that's kind of the best picture yeah, exactly. and then you go back and realize yeah it didn't even get best picture everyone, yeah. everyone goes Ooh. yeah <laughs> part I'd of its story that be its legacy i'd rather that Music. We're going all music on that. Really quick. The Whale. Acting. If it didn't get Best Picture, you don't think it's going home with Brendan Fraser being a huge legacy thing? I or think we still going with the young? I think awesome it definitely hurts Brendan Fraser's chances. I think if The Whale got in really? to Best Picture, I, I'd be a lot more confident saying him. But there, there clearly is a delineation between 
people's love for Brendan Fraser in that film, people's love for Hong Chao in yeah. that film, and people's feelings about the film in general. I guess yeah. that's what makes me think that they mostly like him the, yeah. and not the movie. So, I mean, it, it's going to be... The, I feel like the com- campaigns for both uh, Elvis and The Whale are centering around their actors, right? So that's going to be really the, the fierce... Yeah, mm-hmm, I feel like probably. he told him to keep the accent mm-hmm. for the award season. Yeah, because Whale didn't even get to adapt its screenplay, so that's a lot yeah. of like. It's really, we really just like the performance. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I, I think he's gonna take that. What is your pick for the most surprising win out of this category? What would surprise me? Yeah. Well, I mean, biggest like, surprise. We're not talking like women talking because that would just be like. A, yeah. A, yeah, we're talking like realistic but still surprising, mm-hmm. or like we could see it. Go for it. What do you got, Carson? Uh, what do you got, Carson? Completely unrelated. No, I was gonna talk about score, but that's oh no, come on, whole category. Let's do it. Let's Here's, I have a hot take. Okay, let's hear. <laughs> um, there. <laughs> okay, I might piss people off, but there is absolutely nothing it. noteworthy about the everything everywhere score compared to the women talking <laughs> score, and I thought that should have been there. Over. I love the women talking score. It's I also amazing. It been there. That or the Pinocchio score. I was just like, oh, everything Brandon everywhere. I don't even Disney's remember. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, I like the Everything Everywhere World Love score, but, like, like I also, I, I don't think I, it's my favorite of the scores I heard okay. last year. Did Babylon get in? Yes. Yes. Okay, that, well, that, that, you know that's what? all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. That's the best part. All right, so, yeah, yeah. Babylon. Yeah. Yeah, because I said Michael Abel should have been in there. Empire of Light did and not, yeah, right? Yeah, you didn't get... Good. Yeah, no Empire of Light um, and no Batman, which you were hoping for as well. Stop, bro. It yeah, you, uh, wasn't that, like, considered ineligible at a certain point? Didn't even get shortlisted or something? <laughs> yeah. I think it got shortlisted. Oh, my thing with Empire... See, em, this Empire is a very unusual movie, and then it's, like, taking people that are very good at what they do, and this is the worst they've ever done in everything they've done. It's Deacon's worst cinematography. It's Atticus Ross and, and Buddy... You think and it's the worst score? Worst, I hated that score. I fucking hated it. It just <laughs> meandered on. Uh, it <laughs> contributes to why I hate that movie so much. And it's absolutely, it's one of Mendez's worst performances of work as a director. Yeah. And it's so personal to him, which makes it worse. So, like, <laughs> I don't like it. That's my hot take. That's my hot take. <laughs> All right, going back to best picture in terms of what would surprise me, but still, like, feels like within the realm of possibility. I think there's a chance that Elvis wins best picture. Top Gun. You think Top Gun? My surprise. No, it's not. You didn't get director. Which one? Baz. Yeah. Elvis not winning. But we've been seeing that split. We've been seeing that. Oh, no, it's a split if both are nominated. I guess Coda didn't get director. Coda didn't get director in one Best Picture? And how surprising (laughs) is Coda? And it's the the really, like, heartwarming, uplifting, whatever, like, event movie. The the word, remember, in 1993, the SAGs nominated on Tuesday a certain (laughs) actor, and that realizes who might win Best Picture. (laughs) Right. Um, I, I, the word out of a lot of the Academy screenings is that there's a lot of love for Elvis, that people are really excited about it. Best picture? I, I'm not saying I think it's going to happen. I'm saying that's, the, that's the surprise that I could still see happen. I, I, I think, feel like it's got like the fifth best shot of the nominees. I think Top Gun would be the biggest thing that they could possibly do. Uh, I think it would encourage a lot of people to return for the following year. I would be a little surprised. Fablemans is the safest choice? Yeah. Fablemans is a safe choice. I, I feel like it's not an exciting choice, and I feel like that it might not have enough love for it. There, I think there's a lot of respect for it. I don't know if there's a lot of love. Do you think Fablemans kind of maybe 
I don't even remember what the marketing was for that, but do you feel like people talking about it as if this was like this, this is a love of cinema movie yeah. versus this is someone's like life and using, creating cinema to deal with really complex emotions within mm-hmm. them. And it's actually a very dark movie as a result of that. It still has an uplifting vibe, but I feel like the people go into it expecting it right. to be this yeah. like 100% happy, like I mean, Brady I think, Bunch thing. I think it's almost because of that people are not, reading deep enough into it that it is mean. a complex movie and that there is a lot going on in the table yeah. but people are like oh wow look at how he became steven spielberg you yeah. know and it, there's more going on so which is more like look at how his yeah. relationship with his parents is fucked <laughs> affected everything yeah does anybody here think everything everywhere all at once is not james gordon's picture right you don't think it is yeah. i'm still convinced it's too weird for the academy i kind of think that too i've, I've been saying that since uh, since I first saw it, but I was back when I first saw it, I was saying it's going to be too weird for them to even nominate it. Now it's got 11, 11 nominations. I know, which is. Also, think about it. Best picture, everything, everywhere, all at once. Which the is other queen. Today's queen. <laughs> the other thing we have to think about in terms of best picture is that uh, there is this is the category that has the ranked voting system where you have to get 50% of the vote. Right. So it's not just the movie that people are voting first, it's the movie that people are voting second, people voting third. It's usually third. the most middlest. Avatar. Of the pack a lot of the time. Banshees. It's going to be Banshees. I love I think it to be Banshees. Banshees. Banshees is my pick right now. Banshees. My parents Banshees. hated Banshees. <laughs> and, I hated, <laughs> and I hated them for it. So <laughs> my dad I, asked to watch that mom. one. <laughs> I, think, I think Banshees has got a real good shot. And, oh, and that's probably what I, what I would pick right now. I would like to see Banshee's best picture, Daniels director. Either way, I'd yeah. love to see McDonough get director. But I just, I like, I feel like the Daniels have done something really special this year, and I do think their directing was really good. Even mm-hmm. you could argue that other people might have done something better. I just think that there was a real care that they put into being involved in every single piece of the process of that movie that you're not going to see with other directors. And I, I would be really happy with them being acknowledged for that. Because like he's, you know, Quan's the one who went out there and got all the footage on like a GoPro strapped to his chest for all of those fast pullback scenes mm-hmm. where she's going through the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have just sent out a rando to do that. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That's yeah. a great point for it. Well, when all quiet on the Western Front sweeps. I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> and it just takes it. could uh, take for the whole thing. It's kind of got what, a lot going what, did for you it right just now. See it too? I did. And I liked it. But yeah. it's the enemy now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it showed up lines? at the top of the nomination, yeah. I was like, and it's always it's A, so it always comes yeah, right at the beginning. No, it's always like Jesus. Yeah, so if it got in after Sam did it. And I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good movie. And that's what I hate about the <laughs> Um, I think there's a shot for Tar. I'm not really allowed yeah. Tar. Yes, Tar Hive. I thought yes. Look, Let's I think go. a lot of people, if they didn't say it's their favorite movie of the year, they said it's like their second or third favorite. It's yeah. That's it's, one of those like there. a lot of people really respect Tar, and if like. Everything here all at once doesn't have the votes to win like that first round of voting. I think Tar does. Tar maybe Banshees maybe. It's, yeah, to me, I feel like it's it's Tar Banshees or everything. Mm-hmm. You heard that bit about Tar, like the whole movie. It's weird talking mm-hmm. about how it's all in a metronome. Mm-hmm. She keeps time with her hand, and the moment she breaks that hand, all the time gets jumbled up. It needs That's editing, so bro. Cool. And then it, and then it gets <laughs> all the and then the it ghosts editing, show up. Dude. Do y'all think anybody had a better performance at Cape Blanchett this year? No, no, no. And it sucks for Michelle Yeoh because this was really like her year and her moment, but then like. Oh, Kate they are Blanchett. going up against each other. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, but like, yo, my dick. There's just like, it's not even <laughs> close. Like, no. It's Kate Blanchett doing Daniel Day Lewis, right? Yeah. Like, this is her, like, I am the best actor in the world and yeah. you will pay attention it's to me. It's a last yeah. dance type of 
Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's incredible. Like Michelle Yeoh did amazing, and she was exactly what she needed to be for that movie. It's yeah. just that like Tar hinged on a performance that I don't know if anybody else could have given. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. Zach has talked about how he absolutely hates everything everywhere all at once with acting. Yeah, he has. And he he has never mentioned thought that it was right. The, the dude who's been championing this movie since Swiss Army Man came out is, is dissing but on you, everything everywhere all at once. You, did, you didn't think that it was the strongest aspect the, of the movie. I would also no, agree oh, that the no. acting is not the strongest. What, what my point Come was on. is that like when I saw everything all everywhere all at once. I was, I was struck by the editing. I was struck by the visual effects. I was struck by the production design. I was struck by the costume design, and I also liked the acting. But it wasn't like the the front and center for me. It's very they're very good performances, and I'm very happy to see Kihi Kwan uh, as like a front yes. runner and best supporting actor. But I just like it is, it's a movie that's so overwhelming in its like technical aspects that I think. I that's not the act. The acting just wasn't the thing that stood out to me. Pain through the lens. Putting it in, the, the putting all the money on it. Putting all the money. All right, Josh. We'll see. We'll see. Hell yeah. <clears throat> I, I, it would be crazy to see. I, I just can't see All Quiet surging that way. It'd be funny if it. Yeah. Be if funny. it ends up being the most middleest. Uh, Did we say what you'd be happiest for if it won Best Picture? What, what would make you the most content? Well, I'm still rooting for Fablemans. I'd be happy for y'all if Banshees gets it. I think the best thing for the Academy is to give it to something like Avatar or Top Gun if they're mm. pushing for more views and yeah. I think uh, Avatar doesn't hurt. Top Gun definitely doesn't hurt. i give it to Top Gun. Elvis would be I, way too split. That makes absolutely no sense to yeah. me. I don't want Top Gun to win, but I do recognize that it would be probably the best thing for the Oscars. It is literally the best yeah. thing for the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think Avatar would be that good for the Oscars either because there's so much like well, frustration and... Everyone's tuning in this year. Yeah. For reasons. Yeah. For Top Gun. And because of last year's show. Yes. So they have a, a lot of eyes on them for how they're going to navigate all of the people that are coming in to convince them to come in next year yeah. without any drama. So what's the best possible show they could put up? Who's hosting? To be fair, they actually never know because remember how they set it up that year that they really seemed like it was going to be Chadwick Boseman and then they gave it to Anthony... Who deserves it? Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That's a classic moment. That was, they were like, we're going to switch the order (laughs) because we think Chadwick Boseman's going to get it. It's going to be an oh shit. And then it did it. It cut to the, he's not even here. And we're at the show. Yeah. Uh, Kimmel, why? If he's, he's dependable, they they need somebody who can. My biggest problem with Kimmel is his stupid skits. Uh, I've heard they're bringing the popcorn guy. Yeah. I've heard they're probably going to get a bunch of just like memes from the year. And as long as, it's movie related and not a damn jet ski. I'd I like cool the jet ski it. bit. <laughs> if the popcorn guy's on it, I might like it a little more. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I hope he does something different. I don't want the same Jim Kimmel shtick again. Yeah. Wasting time going to the audience to go do stuff or playing games or getting them food. They I, need to do what the Game Awards did. Give away something every minute <laughs> to artificially inflate viewership. Because they were given away... They were giving away uh, the Steam, the con- the Steam console, Steam Deck, the Steam Deck yeah. every minute. Really? Every minute for hours. Is they awesome. they wonder. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it was a big success." I'm like, "Was it though?" Give enough. Give out Netflix subscriptions. Yeah, give it, <laughs> because they're they're starting to take away the passwords. They start giving out those Netflix subscriptions. Right, right. You know. You did Academy login. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything yeah. else you're expecting for the show? Uh, I mean, we talked about performances. Yeah, I mean, they've songs. really got a great opportunity. They they've been in past years. Cutting out the original songs performances, nope. trying, trying to stream the show. You cannot do that this year. You no. have to get RRR. You have to get Rihanna. You have to get Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. And if they if they really think like their ratings are in trouble and they're going down, like you need to use these big names mm-hmm. to to 
prop up the show and make it exciting. I mean, there's there will be nothing better than a sick RRR performance. If, yeah. if that mm. if Natu Natu can really kill it, then it, the whole broadcast is going to be worth watching. Yep. Did you say what you would be happiest to see in Best Picture? I'm split. Um, I'm kind of like you. Everything, everywhere, all at once winning would be really cool, but also really hurt its legacy, I think. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Banshees because I, I, I have had such a good time with that, but I think Char is the one that I would feel very like, I don't know, it's very satisfied by Char winning yeah. Best Picture. That's kind of my, cool. yeah. my thing. But uh, uh, also, like honestly, if Fableman's wins, like I would rather see Fableman's win Best Picture than Spielberg win Director. Even though, it, even though it is I'll his thing, it. even though it is yeah. the, his d- technically his buildup as a director. As best picture, pre- though. But I would rather see yeah. it be best picture than him take director. I'd like to see the Daniels take director, personally. I agree. He could also get writing. I don't, I don't think it's my mm. thing for writing for original, but he does have that, too. Josh says no one has seen Too Leslie but me. We've seen Too Leslie. We talked about it last year. Josh, Every time they say it, Josh, I'm like, Too Leslie? Uh... And Carson, you're, you're hoping Fableman's for best picture. Yeah, I'm. I'm no, he's Banshee. He's Banshee. Right? Oh, Banshee. Yeah. Banshee. No, you, you think you it's want, gonna be Fableman's. No, I. I what would you like to win? I'm. I lo- I'm locking in Banshees as a prediction answer. Ooh. I'm. I'm. See, I, I, you know, I like that. I like. Yeah. That. I really. I'm like so strong on Banshees. Right Damn. Now. Yeah. It's, it's so, so good. It's and it's got the performances. It's got director, screenplay, like, and it's got depth. It's funny, but it's got depth to everything yeah. that's being said. Yeah. So like, and I like it a lot, but it is a little on like the Oscar worthy side. So like, it would. I feel like Academy Awards would be like, hopefully, he went for three billboards, right? No, no, because is this it then? Well, wait, did three billboards like divided yeah, everybody? So, so yeah, maybe so this is uh, this is so likable. For some reason, I thought Three Billboards won that year. I know, right? I think it's Shape of Water. No, 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 it, no, it, it wasn't Shape of Water. It, well, yeah, I know. Oh, maybe it was. It was Shape of Water. I think it was, because that was ah. the year that Fra- Francis won, but I don't think it won. Right, okay, yeah. so that's, okay. Right, because, like, Nomadland won. Land, yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. Anything else? No, that's it. We have a screening now. Decision to leave <laughs> snub. Decision to leave is just surprising, considering that all quiet on the Western Front took so much. Right, because like, it's clearly not like a like an anti-international film thing. It's just like it's an anti decision to leave thing. Yeah, I don't get it. Like yeah. y'all have made videos, y'all have talked about the editing to its strip. Yeah, nothing. I don't know. That's just the emotions it makes you that's feel. Just like that confusing. counts. I, I don't. Decision was at Con too. No. Yeah, it was. That's where I saw yeah. it. So I know they caught that if they'd seen Triangle. <laughs> yep. I think decisions better than triangle, and I, I love would Ruben. agree. Yeah. And I, I so I don't know how that happened. Yeah, and you know it's it's funny because I think we've seen this embrace from the academy of these um, highly respected Asian auteurs between uh, Rice Lee Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, between Bong Joon Ho mm-hmm. for Parasite. So we kind of assumed there would be a little bit more of that like international flavor, and the only international uh, representation we're really seeing in a big way is. Uh, European movies, Triangle you of Sadness. It. You get it from everything. Do you think someone? Did you think someone said no more Koreans this year? <laughs> <laughs> do you think someone was like they've been sweeping like, too much? Just everything, everywhere, all at once again. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, they confuse them anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh I guess that's a possibility, but yeah. yeah. All right, I'm excited for it. It is going to be even more jam packed than this nomination stream, considering that we realize that the Oscars are going to be at the beginning of South by Southwest. Woo! No, it's the the. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's it the beginning of South by Southwest, 
right when The Last of Us is also premiering its finale. Yeah. And there'll probably be like a massive premiere. I mean, I think if you're enough of a sicko to be watching us on this live stream, you'll watch the Oscars over The Last of Us finale. But I'm curious if any of y'all out there are I, actually going to watch The Last of Us finale instead of these awards. That that sucks for its audience. It's going to be a it's going to be a huge huge uh we're going to be at the Hot Cheetos premiere, the Eagle Longoria movie, streaming both of them, recording it. <laughs> it's going to be like the year where we were watching the Super Bowl from the back of yeah. Sundance. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was – it was we were watching a Sundance movie while seeing the Super Bowl halftime show while realizing that 21 Savage just got arrested and deported. I think it gets out that. What, what a year. year. What a year. Well, this year is going to be even crazier. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm very excited for it. Uh, we'll be talking – more about the Oscars as they grow closer. Maybe make some official picks at some point. Some official Oscar nominees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to do the, the best picture piece uh-huh. again. What we got? All right. Um, shoot. What did I? What did I some have? Donkeys in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We we'll lots to discuss, and we'll also be back relatively soon uh, with our first dispatch from Sundance. We're here. We're watching movies. Yep. I think you're over thirty already. Sundance film scene. Oh no. I'm at 27, but you're definitely ahead of this me. This is my lightest year, man. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you have, you, have, you have been having a very leisurely Sunday. I have. Yeah, and that's I'm great. That's fine. Yeah, Carson's that's got some low. nice meals. Yeah. He's, taking, he's gone on a chairlift. Yeah, I went on a gondola. Yeah. I wanna, <laughs> yeah. These are all things I want to do. I want to make time for that this coming year. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We, we, we stacked in the We're getting premiere. all this stuff out of the way so we that we can get yeah. the premiere. Uh, before we wrap this up, want to give one Sundance recommendation for people to check out? Ooh, the Alberto's. Uh, really good burritos. <laughs> cheap, too. Like, you can get so a massive cheap. burrito you for not that much. You get a baby-sized burrito for 10 bucks. Alberto's is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, nah, I would say definitely catch one of the big UFs. Uh, if you're here, catch a premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, done uh, now. Uh, sorry, I'm like catching in theater thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically in the premiere category because I know those aren't playing online. So if you don't have access to that, take advantage of uh, Sundance. But if you're at home, if things are still available, if you've been watching Intercat, we always try to tell you this is the biggest year. I know we did the poll and a lot of people were saying it's really expensive. It's the most accessible year possible. You yeah. just you All mean, of these movies that got nominated for Doc were available to stream at home in the comfort of your own home. Right. And they're not $25. It's yeah. cheaper. It's $20. And, and I'll also you can divide that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go watch it with a friend and, and split the now. cost or something. Yeah. We, we also like uh, – this is – the return to in-person Sundance, and we're seeing there's a bunch of films that are not available virtually anymore. So it might be the last year where we get access to this many films virtually. I who, hope they who knows? I, I hope it. I hope too. Like, like we, we can't we can't guarantee that. So if you want to experience mm-hmm. virtual Sundance, and if you are one of those people who thinks it's too expensive, let me tell you about a festival called Slam Dance. Yeah, which yeah. is available for what eight ninety nine. The whole yeah. thing. Uh, if you can't make it to Slam Dance, you literally they have like a streaming service. You pay nine bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all just there. Yeah, for the whole year. <laughs> the whole like year. That. So it's like I think their passes are like a hundred dollars for an all access pass, or nine ninety nine, and you have access to the <laughs> entire virtual catalog. Yeah. So I mean, there's a multitude of ways to watch these movies. Uh, again, I think that if we keep supporting the virtual stuff, they'll keep it there, especially for a lot of these documentaries, a lot of the U.S. competition. Uh, I think that's worth it. Yeah, okay. with your saying documentaries, uh, I'll throw out Twenty Days in Mariupol. I'll throw out Iron Butterflies. There's a couple that really uh, surprised me, and I think have the potential to make it all the way to Oscars next year as we're yep. mm-hmm. talking about uh, the recent success of Sundance sending mm-hmm. movies to the Oscars. You could talk to me. It's not available virtually. It's not available yes, virtually? It, is. I, it only to us. Oh, only to us. Yeah, okay. the Midnight category doesn't have, except for 
on a keeper too, though. There you go. Shout out. <laughs> uh, what do you What do y'all have? Um, I would recommend. Uh, I think the big one, the big uh, is Rye Lane. I'm not sure that's online either. Is it not online? I don't think so. You heard my feelings. Not online. Okay. Oh so, yeah, I knew that one. Okay. Yeah. So want to know say, fair play. Yeah, if you can see them in a theater, that'd be awesome. If you can see them in a theater, if you're here, check out Rye Lane. If it's digital, check out Rye Lane. If not, I I know Fair Play is. I think Theater Camp is. Theater Camp is, is too. Because they're probably all sold out by now. They they might be, but it's worth it. Sometimes they rotate in and out, because when you got your sometimes back, Mm -hmm. he couldn't. You got, like, you snatched up a last one somehow. There's also the last weekend where they're going to be re-releasing a bunch of stuff. Yes. Yeah, check out the award award winners. The award winners. I I know Brady, one of our frequent commenters in the live stream, he loves to pick up the U.S. Audience Award winner Mm -hmm. uh, virtually because, you know, last year was Cha-Cha Real Smooth, and the past has been films like uh, Whiplash, uh, uh, a lot of of good stuff. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so I really like Fair Play, uh, Theater Camp. I think I know those are both available digitally. Those are my two big standouts for the digital ones, I would say. But if you're here, past lives. <clears throat> past lives, yeah. If you're here, past lives, Ryling, yeah. All right, so uh, that's, I guess, our thoughts from Sundance on the Oscars. Uh, we'll be back on Intercut with more updates throughout the week. So stay tuned. Uh, shout out to, to Sundance. Shout out to Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Shout out to Steph Curry. Shout out to who else we're shouting out. Alberto. Shout out Alberto. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll see y'all later.